Hey everyone, welcome to the show, my so-called fabulous. I'm Tiffany. Welcome everyone. I am in the studio today solo. It's just me giving you a little tiffy talk, which I do from time to time. And I have to say, it's not my favorite thing to do, but I am sharing information with you that I think you need to hear. I want you to hear because I'm all about teaching and sharing and educating. And that's what we're doing. So today is November 7th, 2023. In two days, I am having breast explant surgery. I have been diagnosed with breast implant illness, and that's a lot to say. I'm going to return, re refer to this as BII. Um, I'm going to share my journey with you, and I want you to know now, and I say this throughout my podcast, I am not in the medical field. You don't want me in the medical field. Um, I am sharing with you my experience. Am I against breast implants? No, I did this to myself. I've done it twice, actually, and I'll explain that in a minute. But um, they are not working well for me. I am, again, not against anyone that wants to do this. I, everyone has a choice. I'm just sharing with you what has happened to me, and I'm going to share my journey. I was curious if I should actually put this out there before my surgery and then just do a wrap up in 2024 but I'm going to be a little bit MIA for a while because this is a it's a big surgery so let me tell you how this began in 2011 I had implants I had them done in Austin and um you know when you're having implants put in you for me I just I didn't know what size the cc if you want silicone if you want saline if you want gummies or whatever the case may be um gel like and i don't know what the options are today um so it was a big decision and i honestly say now i made the decision for the wrong reasons i was um doing fitness competitions and i just didn't feel adequate i was an a b cup size and bra size and i don't know why i wasn't happy with that because that's what i'm going back to i'm assuming and a lot of this I just don't know because it's, I, I just don't know. I haven't gone through this yet. But I did this because I saw a lot of women in the competition world and in our world during that time in 2011 that that did define me. And it did. And so when I had them, uh, the implants put in back in 2011, I didn't like them. And, and I didn't care for them because they were so swollen. I probably chose too large of a of a size so fast forward six months i think it was around six months my one of my breasts encapsulated so how you know that that's happened it became very hard very sensitive burning sensation so they had to come out they had to come out but the option i was given was just to put them back in so what i did was i chose to do that and to go smaller at that time, with the health issues I've had, and I hope this is what's been going on, I wish I'd made the decision to not because now my skin is stretched after, gosh, how many years? 12 years? Almost 13 years. And um, I wish I had been given the option to not put them back in. Now, would I have done that? I don't know. Back in my mind back then, but I just didn't make good choices. Um, so... I am trying to determine, after I had the second put, implants put in, when my health started going south. I could 
for years and years, I didn't know this was an option. I didn't know there was a diagnosis, and I'll tell you how I found that out momentarily. But I, I began getting sick, severe lumbar pain, severe joint pain in my lumbar. I have a cervical dis. I had a cervical disc replacement many years ago after a fusion, so I had terrible neck. And I saw neurologists and um, orthopedic physicians that just said, you know, it's just natural that your body starts breaking down or your spine starts breaking down. You have degenerative disc disease. I don't know if that's true because um, my back has deteriorated. My spine has over the years. I'm curious because in 2012 is when it just became, I had severe sciatic um, so I'm finding that the symptoms of breast implant illness are exactly that. Um, and since I'm on that, I'm going to share with you the symptoms. Um, fatigue, these are just a few. Fatigue, IBS, um, hair loss, respiratory issues, fever, rash, brain fog, dry mouth, dry eyes, insomnia, depression, anxiety, swollen glands, infection, memory loss, and persistent joint and muscle pain. I have over... 85% of these symptoms, and I've lived with this for a long time. So I'm thinking now, I'm like, no, I just did something to my back. But y'all, you know how active I am. I mean, I post my workouts in the morning. I eat very, very well, healthy, um, take supplements, take care of my body, see a physician. And I'm like, why do I feel so, so crappy? Um, so I did get stem cell. I had PRP for my lumbar nothing seemed to help. Finally, I had the Coflex implant that separated my spine a bit, so the, it, the pressure was off the nerves. Okay, so that worked for a little bit, but that pain just kept coming back. So when I had my implants put in, they were silicone, and they were the, the, the gummy. I remember the doctor using that term. I'm not that sure if that is the exact ter term, but I have had friends that have leaked. I don't think I have leaking, but I do feel like they're deteriorating um, just because the way I feel. Um, I have lived with this pain for so long. I'm also going to share that I've had severe GI issues for years and years and years. So I equate that that my mother had issues. My mother's deceased. And I really, I wish I would have known to ask her these questions, but I wasn't having the problems when she was sick and then eventually died. But so many of the same problems, a GI issue and, and just so many things. Headaches of late, I've never had headaches. Um, just a lot of things that I can look back now and just go, goodness, was this, this a product of my implants? All I can say is I pray in two days that I'm starting to live my life free from inflammation for sure after my implants are out. Um, in 2020, you know, when COVID hit us, I think that's when everything went south for me. I had no idea I would like to blame it on menopause. Um, I really did sail through perimenopause, but then once I hit menopause, life was horrible. And I know you have the symptoms for that. Many of the symptoms I just list are certainly, certainly symptoms of menopause. But I am, 
ironically, Dr. Leanne Scott that I've shared with you on this show so many times, and they've been on the show, um, providers from her healthcare, her health company, her company, sorry, her practice, um, have shared so much and they have helped me with my hormones. Ironically, right now my hormones are level and good and that's not an issue. So thank goodness my menopause symptoms are kind of under, under control. I'm going to take this back to the BII, the breast implant illness. So 2020, um, I had my regular labs done with Dr. Leanne Scott, and she said, I'll make sure I have my notes here, you have the ANA marker. So the ANA marker is something that when you take your, when you have your, your lab work, this led me to test for autoimmune disease. So the ANA test detects anti-nuclear antibodies, hence ANA in your blood. Your immune system is compromised. So I go to a rheumatologist, I go to another one, I go to several to advocate for my own health because I just couldn't get answers. I was, was told to get on pharma, on biologics, but why? So I go and see my rheumatologist that I love, and um, he tests me. He says, you don't have lupus. You don't have, he, he tests me for so many things. He goes, you don't have it, blah, 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 but you do have the marker, so something's going on. So I'm sitting there literally scratching my scalp, and he said, why are you scratching your scalp? He sees, and it's, he says, you have psoriasis. I'm like, yeah, I'm just kind of had dry skin. He said, no, 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 that's an autoimmune disease. So he sends me on to a dermatologist, which I love her, and she does what she knows to do with Western medicine is to put me on a biologic. And I was so ready to get some relief because it had literally, it had, it was like wildfire on my scalp during 2020, during COVID. So I was put on a, a biologic for a year. Every single time I took the shot, Every time it was administered, within a week, I was sick. Either COVID, flu, a cold, a respiratory system, which is doing what it's supposed to do, which is control your immune system. So I was catching everything. My doctor's answer was, don't go out in public, wear a mask, be careful. And hey, y'all, I'm, I'm in social media and I have a podcast, so I'm going to be out and about. So I really didn't want to start another biologic. Got off for a while. The psoriasis came back with a vengeance. When I was on the first one, it did help control it. It did help. It wasn't completely gone. Um, I did take topicals. I do topicals, a shampoo, all the things. But it just kept coming back. So I decided not to stay on the biolog biolog biologics because it was so poor for my health. And you know, I just didn't know what was being put in my body. Um, I never took the vaccine for COVID. That was a very personal decision. And I can now freely talk about it because, yeah, we were we were judged. My daughter and I both were judged for this because that's what we did. And I'm not judging anyone that did it at all. Um, it's just something I chose not to do. I find out now that that was a very wise decision because of my immunity uh, and my con and having BII. So that was a decision that I own and I'm going to keep that. Didn't take the biologics. Then I have had GI issues for years and years and years. I mean, years, y'all. I just told you that. 
Um, it is out of control now. I can say this, November 7th, it is out of control. Nothing stays in my body. Um, it has to be fixed. 2023, earlier this year in January, I uh, had an endoscopy and a colonoscopy. And when I had that, she immediately knew, thank goodness it wasn't Crohn's disease, but she knew that I have a form of colitis, uh, collagenaceous. I can never say it correctly, but you get the, you get the hint. I have colitis. The answer was to put me on, on a steroid for three months. And I would start out the steroid taking three for a month, each day for a month, taper to two, taper to one. It did nothing, y'all. Absolutely nothing. There was one day I was like, okay, maybe it did nothing. I go back after I finished the round, and guess what? They wanted to put me on another round of steroids, a heavier, I think, prednisone. I just made the decision not to do it. I, I just didn't feel good about it. I was felt like I was putting a Band-Aid on this issue, and I still haven't fixed it. And I'm so excited and praying that, that we have found a solution, and I'm going to find out within the next week, I hope. But that was my second autoimmune. Okay, so I have psoriasis. Which, by the way, you just, you, that's a visual. You can't test for that. Um, a reminder, reminder of the ANA marker. Have the colitis. Thanksgiving of 2022, I fall. Silly me is trying to, to fix a light in, in, on the Christmas tree and or hang Christmas lights. And I fall. Since that day, Thanksgiving 2022, I have never been the same as far as joint pain. I had, I couldn't even get out of bed in the morning without feeling like I'm stepping on glass. So here comes the joint pain. I go and I test for fibromyalgia. I test for so many different things, other autoimmune. He assumes, my rheumatologist assumes it's thoracic arthritis, assumes here, uh, or rheumatoid arthritis. Again, I didn't test positive for those what things, and you cannot test for, if I'm not mistaken, for Seractic um, arthritis is just what he assumed with the psoriasis. So there was three big ones. So I'm, I've got those under control. That's <laughs> having those. I haven't got them under control because I'm having all the symptoms of all. Um, my doctor, my rheumatologist, did put me on low dose naltrexone, which I was a little nervous about. That um, it actually took me a while and a lot of research to to make the decision to do that. I have had some relief from that and I, I want you to do the research on that and why it's used it's, it's used for opioid addictions in large doses dr jim henser and i talked about this on the show earlier in the season um so i felt good about taking that i don't want to take it the rest of my life again hence i hope that we have a solution with the bii um i talked to my friend stacy danford that has been on the show multiple times and i saw on her instagram that she had just recently had a surgery. So I reach out to Stacy and said, hey, what is going on? I mean, are you okay? And she said, I had my implants removed. She was, she was like me, never liked them, blah, 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 but she was sick. Severe migraines, brain frogs, joint pain, all of the things that we were talking about earlier. So she saw a physician, a local physician, and um, had hers removed. She told me within a week, she w felt so much better. Within a week, I just pray, 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 this is what's happening with me. I made an appointment 
and had my pre I had my uh, a, a consult with this fabulous surgeon in Fort Worth and um, set the day to have the explants. Um, she's in the business of implanting, not explanting, but she is seeing more and more of the explant. There's no FDA. Um, there's nothing that proves that this is a thing, but we're getting closer and closer to seeing that because of the hundreds of thousands of women that this has helped indeed. So I make the, my appointment to have the surgery. Meanwhile, I have this going over on over here with my gastroenterologist taking the steroids. I go in for my pre-op, y'all, 10 days before my surgery. And the nurse looks at me and she goes, wait a minute, you're taking steroids. You, we cannot do this surgery. And y'all, I was devastated because can you imagine the brain and what I'm thinking of just getting myself prepared for this? And I'm going to talk about how I feel later, but my brain was ready. I was like, please, please. She's like, you have to be off steroids for at least six weeks for us to have a surgery on you. And I'm like, why? Because steroids, it, you are not going to heal well. Your wound isn't going to heal well, and you're going to have some serious wounds from this this surgery. So I'm not sure where you, where you believe or anything, but that was a God thing, y'all. It was a God thing. I left. I was crying. I called my husband. I was like, I just wanted this to happen so badly, and I still get so upset about this. Um, but you know what? It gave me a pause. I set the next surgery date with this woman. Um, again, fabulous, fabulous. Meanwhile, I start researching because that's what I do. I start digging and digging and digging into what's going on. And during this time, Ashley Bartlett, one of the, one of our team members, sent me this podcast um, by Skinny Confidential, Lauren Bosnick, I think that's her name. Um, she did this. It was very extensive about her her explants, her breast implant illness. I listened to this podcast, tears in my eyes, exactly what I'm going through, so many of the things. She's much younger than I am. Um, she did it. And I said to myself, I don't know where this doctor is. I don't know where Dr. Robert Whitfield is, but I'm going to find him. He's in Japan. I'm going over there to get this surgery because he was just amazing. He was on her podcast. I am sitting listening to this podcast on a Sunday at my kitchen counter. I literally go online to the breast implant illness expert and fill out a query um, asking for a consult. Monday morning, they called me. We set up a time to have a, a, a phone consult. They said, it sounds like, you know, what we think it is. Um, but we need to see you. And I'm, of course, here I am. You know, we're in the world of Zoom and in and, 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 you know, having appointments, telemed online. And I said, can I just do this Zoom? And she said, we really want you to come in. So it's in Austin, Texas, of all things, where I have a home in Austin. So I made the appointment. And on July 12th, I drove to Austin and saw him. He stayed after work to see me at 5.15 in the afternoon. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. Whitfield. Um, I go in, y'all. Very familiar where the office is. I go in, and um, I explain myself. I was very nervous. I, very very nervous. Um, and I don't know why. I I don't know why because I've gone through this. And enter Doctor Whitfield. He listened to me. He has two 
staff members on there. Krista Patricia is a, is a nurse practitioner that specializes in GI and microbiome. And Candace, which is um, his patient coordinator and in marketing, was sitting there. They both have been through this. Krista um, has, ha has lupus and has it in remission after she had her explants removed. Remission, y'all, that's an autoimmune disease. In remission and removing the implants and following the protocol, which is not easy, by the way. Um, after sitting there and I finally, I felt heard, y'all. It's like someone didn't say I was crazy. Someone didn't say this is not true. They didn't say I would never have my wife take her implants out. There's no research. There's nothing. The FDA doesn't support this. All of the things that I were getting through advocating for my own health that I just wasn't heard from male and female physicians. So sitting there, tears in my eyes, actually Candace held my hand through this and said, there's, there's help. We can do this. When we sat there and they, Dr. Whitfield asked me things like, have you lived on a lake? Live near a lake? Yes. Have you been around mold? Yes. Um, ha talking about my encapsulation when I had my first implant and then had it removed. What was going on when I had it, when I had it put in the second time? Was there an infection there? Um, he explained, he explained some things. He was absolutely positive without testing. I had mold, toxic mold poisoning and heavy metals. When I'm sitting there and listening to this, and I understand that I can't, okay, this is July, y'all. I can't have my surgery till November. I was like, are you kidding me? Can't we do this next week? I was so discouraged. But there's a reason. Obviously, he's very busy. <laughs> if you look on his website, and we'll have this in the show notes, he's done over 1,600 explants, y'all, removing. All right? He came from a field, from, a, from his... He was with reconstruction for cancer patients, moving into this field and believing it so, so much, believing in this work. And I'm reading the testimonies on his Instagram, on his website, just amazing. Why did they have to wait so long? They had to test me for Lyme disease, all of these things. They did DNA testing, gut health and microbiome, toxic mold, heavy metal. They, um... They tested me for Lyme, which I was negative. Um, they checked my hormones, and I've explained that. I was good there, thank goodness. Food sensitivities, inflammation markers, autoimmune markers, which some of these we'd known because, again, I'd advocated for my health. I get the results back because we quickly, I went home, and, um, and I had all these tests run. I found out that I indeed have toxic mold poisoning and heavy metal poisoning. There's a protocol, and I'm, I have so many papers in front of me, but there's a protocol when you test positive for these things. In my gut issues that I have that Krista, uh, the nurse practitioner there, she puts you through. So I just started the protocol, and it's a rapid relief protocol. We started um, four weeks prior to surgery, and there's supplements, and please go on their Instagram to take a peek at this because they have the, the protocol on their website and it's amazing 
I'm taking things like V-complex, magnesium, which is not my friend, but I make sure I do not take citrate um, because of my GI issues. Um, an EPA, DHA, I have to do that. Um, I've been taking that for years regardless. Um, I'm now taking Element, which is, um, it's, it's, it's um, like a trace minerals, a sea minerals, you could take that. But I'm doing this for hydration and putting electrolytes back in my body. Um, curcurum, phosph, I can't, phytosomes. <laughs> I'm so good. And then there's things like just relaxing, which I just don't relax and doing things that I'm preparing for this. Uh, caffeine detoxification um, and protein intake. Again, I my protein, I, I'm just so low in protein because I'm not holding anything in. Um, I'm taking something for the severe, severe diarrhea um, and the constipation is not an issue with me at all. Um, and the core four elimination, all of these things, I'm watching oils, I've taken out gluten, I've taken out dairy. Um, it's a lot of work getting to this. Why are we doing all this? Is When I've said all this, why in the world are we doing all this? We are doing this to eliminate or try to get the inflammation calmed down in my body because I am just absolutely so inflamed. Um, and my gut, my gut is just a not, not, not a beautiful thing at all. So all this in preparation and I say all this, I'm ready. I'm ready because in two days it's happening. Um, the surgery's in Austin. When I say this, he is doing an explant with block removal of capsules. The surgeon that I saw prior to Dr. Whitfield was not removing the capsules because the capsules could have an infection. They could have an infection in the biofilm. And he is going to test me for all of those things when I am in surgery. He's going to run those tests so he'll know exactly what's going on. Y'all have got to go and see. He's amazing. I have to share as well. The question is, am I scared? I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared of surgery. It's a long surgery. I'm scared of having anesthesia. Um, why am I scared? The anesthesia. I go back and forth. I am so ready to feel good. I am just, y'all. I, I mean, it's almost like when 2020 hit or in 2011, my health just started deteriorating. And it doesn't make sense when you're so freaking healthy. Just doesn't make sense. So I'm hoping this is the answer. I go back and forth of, am I going to look like a freak? Because I'm 58. I, I have, you know, atrophy, obviously. Um, worried about how I'm going to look. Am I going to look female? I, I mean, not female. Am I going to look feminine? Um, I do worry about that. But it's more important for me to feel better. He is taking the implants out. So many people have asked you, what are you going to put back in? Are you going to put them back in? Y'all, I'm not putting anything back in because I don't want to end up back where I am. And it's not that important to me. Am I scared? Yes. Um, he did talk about a fat transfer, but he won't do it when I'm in uh, surgery in two days because the inflammation in my body. And he did have some other things. But when I was talking to him, I was a deer in the headlight because, again, I felt heard and I was just so emotional. Um but I am going to have a lift. Uh, the nipples will be removed and replaced and hopefully high and tight. That's the hope. But more importantly, just want to feel so fabulous again. Um, I talked to you about this. Um, those of you that have reached out 
it is amazing. I went to my sister-in-law's to a party on Saturday and, um, I met two women that have already gone through this. And I'm like, why didn't I know this? How did I not know this? Um, I know I, there, there's a, a little bit of shame because I'm embarrassed that I did, took this, this step in the first place in 2011. Um, cause I think I did it for the wrong reasons. I had a perfectly fine body. Um, I didn't know. I just didn't know that this was the issue. Um, again, no, I'm not replacing with saline. I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I'm going to make the decision on a fat transfer depending on things. And after I heal, because the surgery is one step, this protocol before is one step. The surgery is one step. And then my life afterwards, how I eat the supplements that I'm on. Um, the lymphatic drainage, because the lymph nodes, you're obviously very, very swollen after surgery, and you have to get that fluid out because the fluid is going to race to the wound and going to take care of that with your blood cells, just hoping to heal that wound. So lymphatic drainage. Um, I am in Austin for a week after the surgery, and I see him daily in his office to do um, uh, the lymphatic drainage. I'm also going to do, I think it's um, hyperbaric chamber. You're in that. So that's a solid week. I love how his office supports you up until from the time that you are, you consult with him to holding your hand. I mean, holding your hand. His staff is amazing. Making sure I'm okay. Making sure I'm thinking straight. Making sure my husband, my partner is okay. Um, so after is important as well. I've heard so many women, I've read so many women that are just immediately feel better. I am praying that I can feel better because I'm so tired of feeling this way. Um, and I know there's so many, so many things in the world. And this is, this is just a small, small little part of my life, but I've gone through this state of depression of this is my life. You are going to have joint pain the rest of your life. You're going to have GI issues the rest of your life. But Dr. Whitfield gave me hope, and we'll see in two days what's going on. I'm putting all this information of where you can find him in the show notes. I will be journaling this on social media in my stories as I can. Um, I go in very early on Thursday morning, and um, I really don't know. I don't know how... Or when I'll, you know, be able to document, but I'm going to share everything with you because, you know, um, Brene Brown says it so well. One day you will tell your story of how you overcame what you went through and it will be someone else's survival guide. I hope you survive as well. I'm hoping a lot of things come through for me in the future. And I'm going to share you, share with this, share you. I can't even speak now. Um, I'm going to share more with you in season seven and um, when we start back up in March, but we still have the rest of this season to go, but stay tuned and just keep watching. And I hope you learned something for this. Again, I'm not against, just didn't treat me right. It was not kind to me. So everyone, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for following this journey with me. Um, reach out, message me, talk to me, and uh, let me know how you're feeling. And everyone keep being fabulous.